you ready for some football? <laughs> it's time for Red Zone Talk on 95.3 KGY, a weekly look at high school football in the area with your hosts, Noel Wall and Olympian prep sports writer, Lauren Smith. Ready? Ready? And now here's Lauren and Noel. Hey, good morning. Welcome to uh, Season 3, Episode 2 of Red Zone Talk, the weekly high school football roundup. It's a live conversation about the teams and the games in our area. And uh, normally, uh, a lot of people just do, well, I should say, I'm Noel, and good morning, Lauren. How are you? Good morning, Noel. I'm good. How are you? Uh, I am good, although I'm not sure I had your mic on. Try that again. I'm good. How are you? No? Okay. No. I'm still missing it somewhere. Try again. Good morning. Okay. I'm not sure which mic it is, but we have it on. Uh, and Val's going to help out. Thank you very much. So normally this uh, show is going to be available for podcast on the Red Zone Talk site. Uh, Nat left on vacation last week, didn't have a chance to get it up, but we will uh, have the shows up. So uh, give us a a little shot, and we're working on that. Um, And so um, you'll be able to find that on the uh, RZT page of the uh, KGY website, kgyfm.com, and so we'll have that worked uh, this week we have a special feature interview coming up with retiring s- coach Sid Otten, who's leaving a Tumwater program that he, along with other coaches, and he would note, especially players, have built into a, a legitimate powerhouse. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tumwater should be, you know, up again this year, and it was, you know, it was great to talk to Sid and kind of get the backstory of, you know, his incredible career. Also later we'll look at all of tonight's games for each of the dozen teams we're covering to give you some insight on who might be favored and which games could hold maybe playoff implications even here in the first week of the season. First, Seahawks weren't the only uh, team to open on the road last night. Yelman North Thurston. Yeah, Yelman North Thurston uh, both played last night, both wins, um, both, I mean, big wins for these programs. Um, North Thurston was out at Auburn Riverside. Uh, That game went to overtime. Um, they won 28-27, so big win for That's them. That's a big, big win over win the Raven team Guerra. there. Yeah, big win for Willie Garrow in his first game as head coach. And uh, you talked about Yelm's win over the Raiders being uh, important because the Raiders had been picked to win and picked to be a playoff team in a harder league. Right. Um, yeah, the PCL um, is supposed to maybe be the more difficult league in the area, um, the dif- more difficult 3A league in the area. So big, big win for Yelm. Um, in the first week here, um, Bethel, I believe, is picked to be in playoff contention by the News Tribune. So. Yeah, yeah. So anything you uh, kind of look forward to for the for the next games for these, you know, two teams, uh, Yelm or North Thurston? Um, well, uh, for North Thurston, Ross Scherer, I, he was great last night, um, picked up a number of long runs. Um, he, you know, he's somebody who last year was an impact player as well. So as a senior this year, I think he could really have a breakout year. Um, quarterback as well, Clayton Christian, you know, he knew this year and a lot of surprises played very well, made a lot of good decisions. Um, Yelm, Dakota Hill, who's at QB this year, um, doing very well, slinging the ball really well. And then Caleb Lunderville, um, at wide receiver and Brandon Thompson, um, at running back, you know, they were kind of guys who were expected to do well and they did. So that's awesome. Well, the team's off to a good start and, uh, not often you have a lot of uh, Thursday night games, but we do have some this season. We do. We do. Yeah, so they'll be coming up, too. Uh, as promised, uh, Lauren talks with uh, Coach Sid Otten on uh, Red Zone Talk. That's coming up next. 
this is Red Zone Talk, your high school football roundup show on uh, 95.3 Olympia's KGY. You work hard, so the Woodshed Furniture will pay your sales tax. During the huge Labor Day sale through September 5th, shop from a big selection of beautiful Amish handcrafted furniture, luxurious made-in-America leather sets, dreamy bedding, and everything for your home. Sofas, recliners, occasional tables, TV stands, home office, and more. The Woodshed Furniture, locally owned and operated for over 40 years. You work hard for your money, so don't pay sales tax during the Labor Day sale at the Woodshed near I-5 at 6100 Martin Way East. Big savings in a small town. At Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna, enjoy the small town relaxed way of doing business and save money with the lowest sales tax in the area. Plus, the summer bonus tag sale is on now with huge savings on most new Chevy models, including loaded and hard-to-find Silverados. Save big on pre-owned trucks, too, with lots to choose from. Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna, Olympia, Lacey, and Yelm. It's just a few minutes away. Directions at NorthwestChevrolet.com. There's the kickoff. 95.3 KGY and more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk. And we are back. It's a Friday morning, a Red Zone Friday morning on KGY. And uh, every Friday we're going to bring you Red Zone Talk where we're going to cover 12 varsity programs around the area, all of Thurston County and uh, Shelton. So we'll do all that. And uh, Lauren, you had a chance to talk to Sid Otten. Most everybody knows about Tumwater coach Sid Otten's retirement after this season. And my understanding is one of his big worries is that the coverage it will attract to him will take away from the players. Uh, yeah, you know, I think he's a little bit concerned about that. Um, what we wanted to do was definitely, you know, before the season started, have a have a good long conversation with him and, you know, put something out about his career. And that's what we did. And, you know, it was just a pleasure to talk to him and learn all these things that I didn't know that he's done in the last 49 years. Well, I'll tell you what, it was really cool to listen to the entire unedited interview as I got to do. Uh, we are going to play uh, seven minutes of uh, her conversation with Sid Otten. It's about half of the total interview, so I hope to be able to edit out the rest of it, and we'll get it all posted on the Red Zone Talk page uh, sometime in the next uh, next week. I'm hoping to get all that done. Uh, but it's an, it's an awfully uh, real fun interview, and so here we go with uh, Lauren's conversation with Sid Otten. Tell me about growing up in Lewiston, Idaho. Oh, well, my dad was a car mechanic, and my mom had done most of her college for teaching, but she raised kids until I was in fifth grade, and then she started teaching second grade. We didn't take big trips, but we took camping trips, and uh, tremendous parents that loved their children. And so I just, I real privilege to, to, to have been raised in the family I was and where I was. How did you get involved in football as a kid? My dad played one year at the college there, Otherwise, he was kind of a late bloomer and, and didn't play in high school. I can remember my granddad I'm named after when I was six. He took me out in the street and had the football the wrong way. He didn't have it, you know, he had to hold it. But he's trying to teach me how to kick a football, which is kind of a lasting memory. And then I can remember sitting at a desk, uh, probably in third grade or something like that, and putting X's and O's together and drawing little plays for our neighborhood team, you know. and. Uh, and then, and then, you know, when it came time in high school, you know, it turned out. So, Do you remember your first game at Coopville? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about it? We were playing Sultan, which was an A, and we were a B school. It was, it was, a, it was a, I mean, we lose 12 to 6 against that team, and, and it was, you know, kids played hard. So you lost the first game? Yeah. First game ever? Yeah. <laughs> 
So you're there for two years, and then, so you went to Colfax, and Marjean said she thought, like, your dad sent a newspaper clipping in the mail or something that there was a job opening. Yeah, we were down there, and he did, and I'd already interviewed at a couple places. About a week later, we got talking about it, and thought, let's give it a shot. And so, you know, went up there, and it was entirely different than Coopville, which is no tradition at all to Colfax, which is really rich in sports history, and really some conservative people. Um, hard-working kids, and and I followed Jerry Parrish, who was a real successful coach there. And I had Bob Bafus, who was, you know, I've talked to you about probably before. And we had, I mean, one running back we had the next year starting for Boise State as a running back. You know, we had some kids, and, and they, you know, it was a great, and just the, the staff we had there, and, and those are great four years. I, I sometimes wonder why you don't stay at a place like that, but I guess there was a, Itch to you know, kind of you know, go up, go the ladder a little bit, and nah, But that was that was a real key four years for us. And during that time, so you get your first state championship technically by AP. You know what was it like to kind of do that for the first time? Well, um, what I remember about that is we Connell had a great football program, and we went over to play him for the last game, mm-hmm. and it was between us for the championship, and. And we kicked off and hit the ball, hits one of their guys, bounced back to us, and we scored like five or six times in a row and won a pretty high-scoring game. When the game was over, we're driving back in the bus, and I had him stop where there was a little telephone booth. And I called because I knew the other team that we were competing with, and they had lost. I think it was Raymond or one of the teams over here, and they had lost, so we knew that we would be voted number one. So eventually you guys move over here. West Valley Spokane had a job. Oak Harbor, which was one I really wanted, we had a, a job, and then Fife, and then uh, Inclaw, and Tumwater. And I kind of came over here, and I interviewed here first, and we went by Fife, and I, we don't want to live by the freeway, you know. And then Inclaw was going to be a month later, and so, they, you know, the process happened, and they offered, and so we took that, and it's turned out pretty good. Five of those first six years are losing seasons. Was it just a matter of getting the program turned around? Like, was it? Did it just take time to get the yeah, kids I mean, to buy the, in the, and all The program, that? if you look at it, when it first started, they're, they're in that one league and and they won a championship, and then it went on a dry run because they moved up in league and whatever. And uh, you know, kids haven't experienced much of that, much of that here. Um, the first year, I can tell you there's 15 seniors, and I can tell you about half of them you could tell bought in, the other half, you know, we're not buying in. Um, but but the kids are really bought in with the freshmen, and that was Bill Biddy's group. You know, so they, they're the ones that really, you know, you need something, and they were something. They were the ones that kind of did something special as seniors, and, and so I just appreciated, you know, and we stay real close to a lot of those guys. Tumwater women winning football was like that was a right away thing. That's like a slogan you came up with right away. Yeah, it was Colfax winning football too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's just something. Well, how did you come up with the winning football thing? Like everything else. I was sitting in a clinic in Salt Lake City and whatever high school it was, and I like to catch up because that's what you're trying to do. And, and then, so initially to me that meant scoreboard winning. Mm-hmm. And we tried to get the point across over the last how many years that it's about preparing for life. Do you remember your first game here? We went down and played Centralia, mm-hmm. and, and we got, you know, beat by them pretty good. And then if I remember right, we came back and beat them later. The wing tee 
happened somewhere here-ish. 87. Okay, 87 was the first year you ran that. Mm -hmm. So, okay, you tell me the story because I get conflicting reports about, like, you guys were 3-0 or you were 0-3 and just one day you just threw out the offense because you were running the veer back then. That particular year, we were 0-3, and so we went to just running the ball more, not throwing it, but we were still veer. Then the next year, we go and win, I think, every game right up to the semifinals and running the same offense with a great defense. And we had an injury to a quarterback, I believe, and a running back. So we got into a real tight game, lose, I think, 6-2 to two, uh, to Burlington. And, and so when that was over, then we analyzed, we got to change our offense. And we attended the clinic. The guy from Georgia was real big on his wing tee. The other, this guy from Georgia also talked about platoon football. So we decided we're going to do both of them. And so that 87 year, I think how the first five games we won two, if I remember right. And uh, the, the wing tee didn't look like a wing tee. The defense played awesome. And, and so we go all the way through and get fortunate. We get a three-way playoff that we probably shouldn't have been in. And we, we won that. Probably the most nerve-wracking night of football you can get into, and then we get ourselves into the into that last game when we played West Valley of Yakima. The wing team looked like a clinic. I mean, the buck sweep and everything—they just couldn't. They hadn't seen it, and so so it started clicking. Okay. So it, it kind of spreads the offense around better. It doesn't put all the thing right on the quarterback's lap, you know. And we liked it, and have kept it ever since. And there is uh, the start of success for Sid and the Tumwater T-Birds right there as the wing T, as he said, looked like a clinic. Yeah, um, a lot of misdirection in the wing T, which I think is one of the things that throws throws opposing defenses off a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as we said earlier, uh, Lauren actually sent me 45 minutes of discussion with Sid, and we will try and get the whole thing edited uh, to uh, a real nice interview that we'll post on the Red Zone Talk site uh, a little bit later and you'll be talking in your uh, columns in the Olympian about Sid as the season goes on yeah I think what I learned um, from writing that story is by the end of it I had about 35 pages of notes and you know there's a lot of different stories to tell during his career with a lot of different people who have kind of come in and out of it you know and it could be something nice to revisit during this last season so when does the book come out (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I can tell that you have done a lot of talking with a lot of people about him. Uh, some of the stories that we didn't get into that were uh, him signing with the pros and losing his scholarship money, um, a hard lesson in life, and then also the, uh, the unproposal with his wife, you know, and, and getting married. So uh, that's a lot of fun. Normally, uh, we will have uh, an interview that, that is part of the feature that you're going to post in the Olympian on Friday morning. Correct. Um, yeah, so uh, every Friday morning we do a football feature just kind of previewing the week, um, focus on one of the teams that we're going to be covering that week and a player and, you know, maybe what's going on with them. And if you haven't done it yet, I encourage you again, go to the Olympian's website, theolympian.com. Take a look at the uh, – at the um, preseason practice tour it's a fabulous video tour uh and lauren i think i don't know if you did all of them but did a great job with them i did not do all of them i had a lot of um, help along the way which is very much appreciated um and that is complete today you know capital was the last school um and you know that's one of the games we'll be visiting tonight all right the olympian is your local news source featuring award-winning reporters convenient home delivery or join the online readership of ninety thousand per week and growing 
The Olympian is a community supporter, sponsoring local events throughout Olympia and Thurston County. You get the latest in local news, sports, and entertainment and news all in the Olympian. See theolympian.com to sign up for home delivery for just uh, 307 per week or get an online introductory four-week subscription for just $1.99. That's at theolympian.com. When we come back, we'll begin our look at tonight's gridiron action as we preview, preview all the games coming your way right here on 95.3 Olympia's KGY. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. ahead crack open a pepsi and tell the world how you feel and what you love with pepsi emojis say it with pepsi spin tees screen print and graphics gives you the very best quality printing and embroidery perfect for teams schools and special events excellent quality custom design quick turnaround and low pricing you know when it's your turn to order shirts hats caps whatever count on spin tees to make the job simple and easy with results that'll make you a hero Check out the unique Seahawks gear they have at Spin Tees. 2008 Harrison near Grocery Outlet, online at SpinTeesPrints.com. Friend Spin Tees on Facebook. Shift into savings now at your local Kubota dealer. Kubota RTVX Series is the best-selling diesel utility vehicle in the industry, earning their place by setting the standard for being durable and reliable under all kinds of conditions. Right now, you can get long-term financing as low as 0% APR for up to five years on select Kubota RTVX utility vehicles. Now through December 31st, 2016. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. See J&I Power Equipment on Pacific and Olympia and Bald Hills Road in Yellow. Get it done, save a ton, J&I. There's the kickoff. 95.3 KGY and more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk. Welcome back to Friday morning. If you're just joining us, we have already recapped games from last night, and we heard part of a very special uh, interview with Coach Sid Houghton, and now we're back with what I think is the focus for Red Zone Talk. That is a game-by-game preview of tonight's matchups. We'll begin with, I found this online. They're the West Virginia Mountaineers at Rainier, who uh, head to the beach tonight to face the North Beach Hayaks at Ocean Shores. Yeah, so uh, Rainier and North Beach, um, not in the same league anymore. So uh, the 2B Pacific and the 2B Central have kind of combined to create a super league uh, this year. And, you know, Rainier has moved over to the 2B Central and other sports. Um, So not a league game anymore. Um, Rainier's got kind of a stud running back uh, named Ian Russell, who should be something. They lost quite a few seniors um, last year. But, you know, he should be kind of a guy who's a driving force for them this season. And have you got a favorite in tonight's game? Um, you just, it can be hard to just, know some of the teams. And I know in my years of play-by-play, you know, you get to, from here, North Beach, how do you know that team, you know? Just, you know, based, based on last year, um, I might take North Beach in this one. Um, and, you know, Rainier, it might take a, a little bit of time to kind of get used to the fact that they've got a lot of underclassmen. Yeah, Okay. Uh, also tonight, uh, Tonino heads to Rochester to battle the Warriors in a rivalry game. Yeah, um, rivalry game, you know, not a league game again, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, that could be a good one. Um, Tonino's running a no-huddle offense this year. Um, first time coach Tim Bullis, he came over from the East Coast. He was in a big New Jersey league over there, and he coached, uh, was a defense coordinator at a school called Camden Catholic um, way out there in New Jersey. Um, so, 
you know, big changes in Tonino's offense uh, this season. Rochester, new coach as well, Mark Smith, who coached at Tacoma Baptist for years and led them to state playoffs a number of times. Um, you know, it could be interesting to see how these new coaches kind of clash and who comes out on top there. Yeah, certainly both teams, I, I expect, with high expectations here early on. Uh, Shelton plays host to the uh, North Mason Bulldogs. That's kind of a rivalry game. That's kind of a rivalry, rivalry game, too. Again, not a league game. Um, Shelton, I think, is going to you know take to the air a little bit more this year um, in our preview that we wrote about them. Um, they're typically pretty run-heavy offense, but it looks like they might you know be airing out the ball a little bit more this season. So, you know, again, new offense could be fun to watch. Uh-huh. So. That's, that's good. That's good. Capital will play uh, at River Ridge. This will be the game that I'm going to tonight. Um, this, this, I think this will be a really fun one. So Capital, you know, uh, Willie Brocks and their running back graduated last year. Um, and they've got a quarterback named Grant Erickson, who's a sophomore. His kid's six foot six. And as injured as Capital got last year, he got, you know, a little bit of playing time when Cody Jenkins got hurt. And he came in, he had his debut against Lincoln, and Lincoln goes on to be the, you know, 3A Narrows champs and goes into the playoffs. Um, but he was 19-28 passing in that game, 258 yards, three touchdowns. So, you know, kind of a pressure-packed opening for him, but obviously did really well. You know, he's had another year to kind of mature, and they've got several receivers um, back healthy, um, veterans, Carson Bertelli, Jack Collard, Chase Martin, and then they got a big six foot four tight end named Chris Schnellman. So, they, I think, will go for a little bit more of an aerial attack this year, too. Um, so could be a lot of fun to watch on offense. Um, River Ridge, lots of talent returning. There's not a ton of depth, um, but if they can stay healthy, um, I think this is a year that they could make a pretty significant playoff run. Uh, they got Kelly Sanders, um, who's going to take over at quarterback. He's a Wazoo commit at defensive end, so he'll play both ways. Um, some experience in the QB position before. Trey Dorfner, um, he was around 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns in about half a season last year. Um, so he should be a lot of fun to watch again. Uh, they got the reigning 2A, defensive, 2A SPSL Defensive Player of the Year, Zach Carter, and he broke the single-season tackle, tackle, rec tackle sounds, record last year for the uh, school. This is sounding like some powerhouse teams I coming think, together I think this is like this was a hard one to pick because I think this is going to be a close game and a really exciting game to watch and it could the score could get up there and it, it should be a fun one yeah that's that's uh that's a good one to look forward to well we are uh halfway through looking at uh, the weekly game previews when we return we'll look at uh, Tumwater Black Hills uh North Thurston at Riverside I think uh, uh Olympia's traveling to your alma mater right uh, the, no, my alma mater goes to Olympia. Oh, goes yeah. to Olympia. Okay, one way or the other. And uh, Franklin Pierce, that's all coming up uh, next on 95.3 Olympia's KGY. Shift into savings now at your local Kubota dealer. Kubota RTVX Series is the best-selling diesel utility vehicle in the industry, earning their place by setting the standard for being durable and reliable under all kinds of conditions. Right now, you can get long-term financing as low as 0% APR for up to five years on select Kubota RTVX utility vehicles. Now through December 31st, 2016. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. See J&I Power Equipment on Pacific and Olympia and Bald Hills Road in Yellow. Get it done, save a ton, J&I. Back to school savings. You get them on everything from 
pencils to laptops. Well, now get back to school savings on the best driving instruction available. 911 Driving School, taught exclusively by police instructors, is offering back to school savings on September classes in Lacey, Tumwater, and Yelm. With the new, more extensive written test, 911 classes are more valuable than ever. 911 grads have fewer violations, fewer suspensions, and fewer collisions. Enroll now for back to school savings at 911drivingschool.com. Don't get benched from the life you love. Doctors Femiano and Hamlin are dedicated sports medicine providers at Olympia Orthopedic Associates. Sprains, strains, torn ligaments, arthritis, joint inflammation, conditioning issues, and more. With same-day MRI capabilities, it's no wonder local colleges, high schools, and youth leagues are choosing Olympia Orthopedic Associates for treatment and support. Details at oleortho.com. There's the kickoff. 95.3 KGY and more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk. And welcome back. Good morning. Uh, back to our final segment here. This is Red Zone Talk. It's KGY's weekly high school football roundup. And we have a few more games to preview, including uh, the game that uh, you said your alma mater is coming here. So Emerald Ridge uh, headed to Headed to Olympia. Um, yeah, uh, so this is going to be the first uh, 4A SPSL game for Ole. Um, they've never seen Emerald Ridge before. They've never played each other. Um, so it could be kind of, you know, a good barometer early to kind of see where they're going to stack up in this league. Emerald Ridge um, won the their first league championship a couple years ago and then kind of had like a kind of a middle season last year. Um, so, and Ole, you know, consistently competed at the top of the Narrows for years. So it could be interesting to see kind of where they end up. Um, Kettner Young starting at quarterback for Olympia for the first time this year. Um, so he could be, you know, fun to watch. Uh, Scott Gunther, who's kind of their stud running back, you know, he missed a couple games last year because he was hurt. But as far as I know, he's back being healthy and, you know, I'm sure he'll kind of continue what he was doing last year. Um, they got a big guy on uh, defense named Amir Matheny. He's going to kind of, I think, be the, you know, the pilot of the defense there and kind of um, lead them on. You know, he kind of helped Clay Markoff get to that um, tackles record last year. Just, you know, can block two guys at once and does a really good job. Um, Emerald Ridge has got a stud receiver. His name's Andrew Boston. He's like a three-star recruit. Um, so he's, yeah, you know, he's somebody to keep track of. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I think it'll be a good early season test for Olympia. All right. And uh, Timberline and Black Hills face off at South Sound Stadium. They, uh, they're they at Tumwater, they're at Tumwater. I believe. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so, yeah, those two, um, non-league game. Um, Black Hills, you know, has been up competing at the top of the 2A Evco um, last year. Um, and, you know, Timberline is supposed to maybe kind of be a sleeper in this new league. They've got size. They've got a lot of returners. Um, so they could be kind of – you know, a team that several guys coming back as well. Um, Christian Williams at quarterback is back. Um, they got a transfer from Olympia named Jaden Toussaint, who's one of their running backs. And then Connor Furu um, is proven to be quite consistent. Um, he got hurt last year, but looks great. Looks great this year. Um, so that one, that one could be, that one could be a good game as well. All right. That's uh We've covered quite a bit, and uh, finally, Tumwater opens their 2016 attempt to get back to the state championship game at Franklin Pierce. They do. Um, so, yeah, kind of the the beginning of the end um, is is this game, and it's actually kind of it's a replay 
kind of the first round of the state playoffs from last year. Uh, Tumwater won 55-14, so they, you know, they got out in front early and kind of did what they do. Um, but you know, Franklin Pierce, I mean, it's, they're nothing, they're not, you know, they're not just going to run over them. I mean, their, their quarterback, Willie Patterson is back. Um, he's the two, a two, a SPSL offensive player of the year last year. He's mobile. Um, Alex Beam, Mason Sterling, um, a couple of wide receivers, um, for them are, you know, very consistent and threats as well. Um, obviously, you know, Tom Water has Kate Otten back, um, UW, uh, UW commitment, he had 138 tackles last season at linebacker, you know, did put up some good numbers at tight end as well. And then Noah Andrews is the projected quarterback. He got some some significant playing time in that position during the playoffs last year. So, and, you know, the defense is as poised as ever. So, it, you know, that could be that one. I mean, that one could turn into a shootout maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, it's, it's going to be an exciting start. Uh, we have now covered a dozen varsity programs. Uh, throughout uh, Thurston County, including Shelton. And uh, they either played last night or they play tonight. Now it's time to take the next step. That is for you to pick a team, go out, and go to a game tonight. Uh, the weather's going to be fine. Take a rain jacket. <laughs> but yeah. go, to a, go to a game tonight. Well, lots of great games. Uh, we told you about a lot of places that are going to have exciting games tonight uh, and reasons to go, people to watch for. And uh, so uh, the, the next thing is, yeah, get in your car, go to the stadium, go to a game. Lauren, last thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, kind of the same. Just kind of, you know, get out there and have a good time. I mean, uh, we'll be at three games tonight. Um, I'll be at Capitol and River Ridge. We'll have somebody at Emerald Ridge and Olympia, and we'll have somebody at Tom Warner and Franklin Pierce. Uh, we'll be following along, you know, with whoever's tweeting. Um, hashtag WAFB scores is kind of, you know, where everybody can follow along. Um, and whoever is out at any game, if I'm not there, you know, it's always helpful if other people want to tweet and, you know, so we can just get on the get, bandwagon get that out to the masses. Send your team scores in. So, yeah, that's what you can report. And tomorrow morning, look for the results. Yes. Um, yep. So we'll have a number of game stories up online, box scores, all that good stuff. All right. And uh, as we build out the Red Zone Talk uh, page later in the year, we do have a little bit of kind of a nifty little score thing up there. Uh, but we'll have more content coming as the weeks come along. But uh, do be sure and uh, check out the Olympian.com and find the latest from uh, previous night's action. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is uh, Red Zone Talk, and uh, be sure and join us next Friday right here at 8.30 again for Red Zone Talk on uh, 95.3 Olympia's KGY. Enjoy the games this weekend, and remember every Friday morning is a Red Zone Talk morning on 95.3 KGY. Ready? Now KGY begins the Workday Kickoff, playing Olympia's Greatest Hits, 95.3 KGY.